0: Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be ever-pleasing in your sight. You are our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Throughout his ministry, Jesus told a number of parables about festive banquets and parties in which Some are included and some are excluded. Sometimes in these parables of embrace and exclusion, the people who presume themselves to be on the in crowd end up being excluded. And those whom we tend to think of as outsiders or the excluded, they end up included. Inclusion and exclusion. Can I come to asked the little child when the parents gather their things to go out for the evening. What about me? Am I included in the plans, we anxiously ask? Just got an invitation to a party, did you? It was the late, great Carrie Fisher who said that two of the saddest words in the English language are, what party? In the first days of the church, the first Christians had to learn that a primary implication of the gospel is, you are included. Philip is directed by an angel to get up. He's directed to get up and to go out into the middle of the desert. That's a strange command for the angel to tell him to go out into the desert. But I see an implication there. But though the church might like to rest, consolidate its gains, stay comfortably camped out in Jerusalem, God intends for the church to get up, to go out, to be on the move, moving even into the wilderness. There's a question for us in here, too, about how we think of the church. Let me ask, do we see the church as a wonderful institution? A museum of neat traditions? Or is it a movement of people following in Jesus' inclusive way? For Philip, the answer is the latter. He gets up and obeys and goes into the desert to, to discover, to encounter a strange man in a chariot. He is presumably a rich, powerful man since he is in a chariot, and since he is a high court official for the Ethiopian queen. He has been of all places to the temple in Jerusalem. I say of all places because this man, being a eunuch, would have been excluded from actually entering into the temple. He would have been excluded from the Jewish religion. But nevertheless, he has a scroll of the prophet Isaiah, and he can't can't make head or tail of it because he wasn't able to enter the temple for instruction and he's read these words about a sheep who is led to a slaughter and philip comes along and he teaches the ethiopian that these words indeed speak of jesus the lamb of god who was crucified the implication being that though the holy spirit reaches out and moves in people's lives and draws them towards god Someone has got to be there. Someone has got to interpret. Someone must name and tell the story of Jesus. That's where you and I come in. And then the Ethiopian asks a surprising question. What would keep me from being baptized? What would keep me from being a part of God's good news? You almost expect Philip to respond. What would keep you from being a part of the body of Christ? Well, one, you are an Ethiopian. Two, you are a eunuch. Three, you are not Jewish. And four, to be a Christian, you must be baptized, and we're out here in the middle of the desert. Look, here's water even in the desert, exclaims the Ethiopian. And Philip, even though he may have some reservations about the propriety of baptizing a non Jewish Ethiopian eunuch, he baptizes. The ethiopian notice the gospel has just leapt over another human boundary the implication is that the holy spirit loves to leap over any barrier or boundary we put up in order that the good news of christ's welcome may come to everybody in every corner of the earth one more implication if we are to keep up with God's Holy Spirit, if we are to worship Jesus, then we've got to go to get out of our comfort zones and follow the Holy Spirit and God's boundary-breaking mission to the world. It was William Temple, the great Anglican archbishop from the last century, who said, the church is the only society that exists for the benefit of those who are not its members. Say that again. The church is the only society that exists for the benefit of those who are not its members. Philip is our model and what this looks like. We we just have to go where we're sent. The Christian church which includes each of us here is sent on mission because it's the nature of God to be poured out to greater and greater numbers of people. If you don't believe me, then jump into the book of Acts almost anywhere, and you'll see the Holy Spirit moving into the world, enlisting people like Philip, people like you and I, to interpret, to talk, and to give the good news. You are included. I take it as a given that you are here this morning because God refused to reign in heaven without you. In some way or another, the Holy Spirit got the message to you. You are included. Evangelism and mission, the church's reaching out in word and deed, it begins in the heart of God, in God's relentless determination to have a people from all over, a new family drawn from the end of the earth, exploding with the joyfully good news. Hey, you, you're included. Do you remember what they said of Jesus? This man parties with sinners. He can't be the Messiah. And Jesus replied to his critics. I quote, I'm going to clean up these sinners and make them fly right, be righteous and well-behaved church folks so they will look like you. No. (laughs) Jesus replied, Which one of you shepherds has a lost sheep? Will you not go, leave the 99 safe in the pasture and beat the bushes? And when at last you find that lost sheep, will you not say to your friends, Let's party, I found my lost sheep. Of course, the answer to Jesus is which one of you may be none of us. No reasonable person would do business like that. If you abandon your sheep to go looking for just one sheep who wonders, you'll come home with fewer sheep. But Jesus' story, Jesus' story of the lost sheep and the lost coin, the lost boy, all in Luke 15, these are stories about God. God is the searching shepherd, the seeking woman, the waiting father. God is the great includer. I remind you, Jesus never got in trouble for excluding people. No, Jesus got into all sorts of hot water because it was said of him, this man receives sinners. This one includes those who we think are excluded. Surely the Acts of the Apostles means for us to know that it's our job to deliver the good news. You are included. We are to live as the Church in such a way that shows the world the truth of that which we speak. You are included. Every baptized Christian must find a way to offer a witness, a witness to the hope that is within us. Some of us may be a little unsure of the prospect of having to describe openly the work of God in our lives or in the lives of others. And yet, by the Holy Spirit, by the work of the Holy Spirit, someone has to say something Someone has to preach. Somebody explains to those. Somebody has to explain to those who have not yet understood the good news. Tradition says that the Ethiopian left Philip. He went back home and he founded the church in Ethiopia. The church that has endured through countless centuries of persecution that exists to this day and that is spreading out into the world through the migrations of Christians from Ethiopia. What if Philip had stayed home in Jerusalem and refused to go to the desert? What if he had responded to the Ethiopian's question with, Sorry, I just can't explain what those words mean. They are meant for Jews like me, not for outsiders like you. What if Philip had responded to the Ethiopian's request for baptism by saying, I'm sorry, I'll have to check with the bigwigs up at central office and see if you are a worthy recipient of the Christian rite of initiation. (laughs) Friends, let us go forth this morning and this week to the downtrodden, to the dejected, To those who feel that, given their past, there's no way they have a place in God's heart. To the person who maybe feels like the Ethiopian eunuch, unworthy of religion, may we tell them of the grace of God. May we be the bearers of good news. Hey, you are included. Amen.